Welcome to the Of Course You Did podcast, the podcast for coaches who are scaling their coaching business. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander. Each episode is strategically crafted to help you help more people get better results in less time. If you're ready to truly dive deep into masterfully helping your clients achieve results no one else can, the Creative Coach Method certification is for you. Head to creativemindacademy.com slash certification to learn more. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode. We are talking about what to do if your client has nothing to be coached on. This is a question that I've gotten a few times now, and I think it's a really great topic for us to cover today because I know so many of you have either dealt with this before or you're afraid this might happen to you and you want to know what to do. When this happens, it can be tricky to know how to respond, especially because it can trigger fears many coaches, including myself, have. Fears that we aren't actually good at what we do, fears that we'll run out of things to coach around, and fears that we can't justify the fees that we charge to people just to talk to us. But this is actually a really great opportunity if you understand why it's happening and learn how to serve your clients powerfully from this place. There's more than one thing that you can do in this situation. I'm going to give you five ways to deal with this in this episode, five suggestions, but this isn't an exhaustive list. You can come up with other ways, other ideas that work for you. I'm just going to give you five of the most common problems and solutions that you can use, but you can adapt what I share and you can combine things and create your own. The best way to handle this situation, the situation of your client coming to a coaching call and saying, I don't know what to talk about today. I don't have anything to coach on. The best way to handle that is the way that works best for you. There's no one size fits all. You have to decide what works best for you and your clients and your style of coaching and your style of communicating. The first thing that you need to do here in this situation is some self-coaching around what comes up for you when you either think about your clients coming to the call with nothing to be coached on or some self-coaching around what comes up for you when you're in the situation, what thoughts you have, what you make it mean about you, what you make it mean about your client, do some self-coaching around how you're feeling and what actions that leads you to taking in the future. Before we dive in, I want to share how I empower my clients to be in charge of their coaching. I let my clients know at the very beginning of the coaching engagement that they are responsible for coming to the calls with something to be coached on. They're responsible for figuring out what they need support with. I'm not a teacher. I'm not a therapist. I'm not going to give them advice. I'm coaching them on achieving the result that they want and realizing their own potential and their own power and being accountable for their results. This is a conversation that I have with my clients in a very loving way 
at the very, very, very beginning of coaching. You can even put this into your contract if you want so that your client knows it's it's a, it's really serious. It's important for your client to be accountable and empowered and responsible for their own results. And part of that is coming to the coaching call with something to be coached on. I also let them know that if they can find the answer by searching Google, it's not something they need coaching on. And this is where my last episode about asynchronous coaching really comes in handy because you can save the coaching calls for coaching and then other things, the more mentoring, advice giving, feedback kind of stuff you can do between calls. There's two main reasons why your clients might come to the call with nothing to be coached on. The first one is that they are getting really great results and they're achieving their goals and they're really proactive and they're getting things done. And they might not necessarily need a lot of coaching from you. Maybe they just need you to be there as the guide. They need you to bounce ideas off. They need you to validate their ideas and the things that they're doing. Maybe they're just doing so well that they don't have anything to be coached on. Totally okay. Another reason why your client might come to a call with nothing to be coached on is because they're not doing the work. They're not taking action. They're not taking the coaching seriously. They're not following through. In this episode, I want to focus on the second one, the times when your clients come to calls with nothing to be coached on because they're not really showing up for the coaching. They're not doing the work. They're not taking action. They're not following through. This is what I want to focus on in this episode. The first thing that you can do is give them some coaching around why they're not showing up, around why they're not prepared, why they're coming to the call without something to be coached on in a loving way. You can tell your client calmly and with concern and without judgment why you are perceiving things the way that you are. You can give them examples for how it's clear to you that they're not doing the work of the coaching. Your job as the coach is to be the mirror and to show them who and how they're being in the world. So give them a chance to see that reflected back to them and give them the opportunity to choose differently. They might not be aware of how they're showing up or maybe giving them coaching around this is something that they need to help them recommit to the coaching. Sometimes your client might even share that it's not a good time for them to actually be doing the coaching. Maybe their goals have changed. And in this case, it's probably a really productive realization. You have the chance to end or even pause the arrangement on good terms. And while that's probably not your first choice, It's a good outcome that leaves the door open for future work, for future collaboration. But often what will happen when you give your client coaching around why they're not showing up, they will own up to it and you can have them recommit to the coaching, have them reassess their goals, have them make sure that the goals that they set previously are aligned with what they want now. It's okay if your client's goals change throughout the coaching. It's your job as a coach to constantly check in and make sure that the goals and the things that you're working on with the client are what they want to be working on. The second solution is to allow your client to be responsible. 
If you think that a client isn't taking their coaching seriously, stop saving them when they show up with nothing to talk about. Instead, you can challenge them to create a powerful context for their own coaching. One of the ways that you can do this is by giving them the practice to take 30 minutes before each call to reflect on what they want to bring into the coaching. What matters here is that both you and your client are in the coaching relationship 100% each. If your client is in the mindset that they can just show up and you'll do all the work, they won't get as much as they could out of the coaching. So ask your client to step up and create an agreement that will help them take the coaching seriously. Doing this is going to help them so much more than you coming in to save the day and doing what you think you need to do to feel like a coach and doing all the work. The third solution is to lower the threshold, but expect progress. If your client has set a big goal that is too much of a stretch for them, so much so that it doesn't allow for success with reasonable effort, it's not going to serve their progress. That's not going to be helpful for them. We work with clients where they're at, and it's not up to us to judge the ambition level of a goal. We judge whether the client puts in the effort to meet it and the next goal and the next goal. So if the client isn't doing the work, it might be because they're too intimidated by the goal that they've set. It might feel overwhelming and then their response might be to procrastinate or avoid taking action at all. If your client is committed to the process of coaching, but they're just uncomfortable with the goal that they've set and what's required of them to actually achieve that goal, what can be helpful is scaling back the goal to something that's more within reach. When you do this, it's still important to make sure that your client is progressing. If your client is consistently not doing the work, Regardless of how low you've set the threshold for their goal, you can explain to them that the changes that you're making around their goal are to serve their success and not to make them feel comfortable being stagnant. The fourth solution is to look at their limiting beliefs. Even if you've done all the work of creating a really powerful context for coaching and helping them dream really big within reach, it's not uncommon for a client to doubt that the stuff that they have vision for themselves, the goals that they have created are possible. Sometimes the doubt and the limiting beliefs are just below the surface and sometimes it's deeper inside. This is where tools like NLP and hypnosis really come in handy because they access the subconscious mind. We have the ability to go deep into the subconscious mind to look at limiting beliefs and to create shifts and change them at a subconscious level, which is where they exist. So if your client has limiting beliefs about themselves, about their ability to achieve their goals, about their goals themselves, or even about the coaching, if your client had limiting beliefs around coaching, then their insights are also going to be limited. And the fifth solution is that sometimes the reasons that your client stop showing up with power to their coaching is because you've stopped showing up with power. As much as we do our best as coaches to serve powerfully, sometimes the coaching process can become stale. 
if this is happening for you, it's important that you take ownership over this and do what you can to fulfill your role in the coaching relationship. Sometimes we get bored of our clients or bored of the work that we're doing with our clients. And this is something that most coaches won't admit to, but it does happen. And when this happens, there's usually a few reasons. Sometimes you just need to fire your client. Maybe the coaching has run its course or you sign them up for too low of a fee or now they're just not a good fit for your coaching or it could be something else. If you notice yourself not enjoying coaching a certain client, it might be time to let them go. Every client deserves a coach who loves coaching them, who is in it 100% with them. If you don't love it and you can't fix it, letting them go could be the right thing to do. Sometimes you just need to take a break. It might not be that you don't like your clients. It might just be that you are worn down, you're burnt out, you're tired. So sometimes you might just need to take a break. And if you aren't getting coaching, it's very easy to lose your passion for coaching. But if you're experiencing your own very powerful transformation, it's so much easier to believe your clients can as well. Having a coach isn't just a good idea because it keeps you focused. It also keeps you excited about what you can achieve through coaching. You're experiencing it as well. The number one mistake that I've seen other coaches make when this happens to them, when their clients are coming to calls with nothing to be coached on, is that they make it about them. They get flustered and then they make this mean something about who they are as a coach. Either that or they just try to move past it without really looking at what's going on. But if this is happening to you, do some self-coaching, figure out what's going on and see if any of the solutions that I've shared here are helpful for you. If you want to learn more about becoming a certified coach and learning the tools that I talked about in this episode, like NLP, hypnosis, EFT, and a lot of other really powerful coaching skills, you can head to createdmindacademy.com slash certification and you can find out the information there. You can also send me a message on Instagram at brookalexander.co is my Instagram handle. I hope this episode was helpful for you. I love getting your feedback on the episodes that you listen to and how they've helped you and what you've learned. So feel free to send me a message on my Instagram to let me know. That's it for this episode and I will catch you in the next one.